Hi, I'm Arne van Oostrom, and you are listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks Double G U Double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. This is the next episode of our segment with Arne van Oosterhoff where we talk about how he designed his own career path in design thinking and beyond. Here we go. I am in this in-between space. Um, That's where, and uh, people said, oh yeah, that's this transition space. When you go from one expertise or one bubble or one place to another place. And I say, no, that is the space. The space in between. Yourself. It's yeah, but I think this is where everyone thrives, mm-hmm. except that we're scared to be there because it feels like we're kind of in a vacuum, like we're floating, and we need to kind of be in a system, yeah. and and we need to kind of be told, we need to be programmed, and I'm like, wow, but it's so yeah. cool to kind of be outside of the matrix. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I guess there there's two things here. At least like there's the social pressure and what we're taught as kids, so where yeah. it's things should be the way they are, but there's no reason for it, and to get out of yeah. this mindset and have this self be self-aware and not just Mm -hmm. go by things just because this is what we've been taught it's very difficult to get out of this and um it's not Mm. everyone who can get out of these norms that are putting Mm. people in a box well and so you know linking back to what we talked about earlier a question of uh, what if it's a movement kind of those are things that help me to reframe things and to kind of say, what if it's a movement? What if we start a movement, not a business? What if your business mm-hmm. was a movement? What if your corporate company, uh, you know, all structured and all that, what if we turn it into a movement? What would you do differently? This is one of the questions, obviously, but it's a way to kind of also see how programmed we are and see how we find it difficult to see other options, alternatives to things. And I think creativity is, is about that, seeing options and, and alternatives. And if you can, can't see an alternative, you can't see another option in what you're doing, you haven't been trying hard enough, you know, yeah. because there's always an, an option. There's always an alternative. There's always something else, except that, you know, you're not trying hard enough and you want to play it safe. And if it, you know, one thing I, I truly believe in, that's why I do t- kind of talk a lot about and teach also about creative safe spaces. And I just mentioned a couple of times that I, I was kind of moving to the brave space because in a way I thought, you know, a safe space is also something that you don't want when you want to be creative because safe yeah. is like you're there, it's comfortable. And that's also not, it doesn't, it doesn't provoke you. It doesn't push you. It doesn't do anything. It needs to kind of be a little painful for you to come up with new things and to kind of push you a little bit you know if you're in theater for instance and you have to go on stage and you're not nervous something's wrong you're missing the you know you need to use that tension for energy you need that as that's how we grow you know if you want to run a marathon it's going to hurt it's going to be painful of course it's going to be painful but then you you know then you achieve things if, if you don't 
want to be uncomfortable, if you don't want to be, you know, if you don't want it to hurt or be, you know, insecure, et cetera, et cetera, you're just going to be in the safe middle. So safe space to me, kind of, that's why I kind of move a little bit through brave space, but by basically always seeing like, what if you flip the system, you know, asking questions like that, just like, think about it. What if you, no, put it upside down, <laughs> you know, what happens then? And people go like, no, 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 that makes no sense. That's a waste of time, you know, uh, be serious. So like, yeah, well, let's play, let's try, you know, uh, so it's a game. So I think that being sort of uh, an outsider always, so I run a podcast on creative leadership. Um, well, that's what I wanted to get yeah. into, actually. I asked you why also did you start that? Yeah, so. Well, two reasons. Well, there's always more reasons, but <laughs> it's like, I have a, a long story again. No, two reasons. One is, um, by the way, if you have a podcast, what I thought was awesome, but also I, I have to learn because uh, I, as you can tell, I can talk for a long time. It's part of dyslexia, by the way. You, some people who have dyslexia can say, I think you have dyslexia. I can hear by the way you talk because you you're all over the place. So if you have a, a podcast, it means that you have to let the other person talk which is great to me. He's like, oh, that is awesome. I can just ask a question. I have to shut up every now and then. Like, Ernest, shut up. It's not about you. Anyway, I was asked to write a book because a lot of people in my network wrote books. And uh, I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, it sounds a bit arrogant. Like oh, I was asked to write a book. It's really not. Publishers, they need to have people writing books. That's how they live. They need new books. So they'll ask anyone they know, basically, uh, you, know, you want to write a book? So, and I know publishers because a lot of people that uh, in my like I said in my community write books and so I was asked a couple of times and because of the pandemic I thought well if there's any time you know that allows me to spend time to focus on, on writing a book it's this time because it's we're going to be in lockdown so okay maybe I should start writing that book and then I thought because I have dyslexia uh, obviously I am and and I feel that I have nothing to say <laughs> really you've been talking for what how long no seriously I have nothing to say that I could write in a book to me that makes sense like what I'm going to write a book about design thinking really that's boring like I don't even read them why would I read those like there's so many other books that are so much more interesting about behavioral science and stuff like that which I don't know anything about so I can't write a book about behavioral science but I like reading those things so why would I write a book and I thought okay I want to have other people in my book so and I was inspired by an author called Charles Leadbeater who wrote an amazing book a long time ago and I was listening to an interview with him and he said when he wrote that book I think it's called Rethink. Um, when he wrote that book, he said, I wanted to, the, the writing of the book to be something that is part of the a community, that the act of writing should also spark conversation. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting because I didn't see myself sitting in a room and because I had friends doing that. And I was like, are you crazy for a year going like, eh, this is my opinion. This is what I think. And then the, publishing the book and then hoping that they're going to be famous and Ted is going to talk and the TED Talks are going to call you and say, do you want to put your amazing book and your famous years and Nobel Prize literature for you? And nothing happens. The phone doesn't ring and nothing happens. And so <laughs> this happens. This is normal. This happens, right? But you were like, I worked for a year and now my book is out. It's published. And uh, now we'll, you know, and nothing happens. Okay. So I like, I don't want to do that. But I, I would like to kind of have that kind of writing as a process, being part of a community. What if I do the interviews about creative leadership? Okay, that's an interesting theme to explore. I'm going to interview people, but I'm going to publish it as a podcast. 
because it, it means that it's out there. I can ask people for opinions. And because of the pandemic recording podcasts, because I always wanted to do podcasts, but then I had to kind of, I travel a lot, but I thought, really, I'm going to carry a microphone and a thing and, a, and then I sit in a room and that's too much organization for me. I can't organize. So I'm like, can't do that. But now Zoom, like, whoa, you can even have two tracks or, you know, it's amazing you know, little virtual studio you have. So I thought, well, that's, I can use Zoom. That's amazing. That's a new thing. I can do a podcast. I can do the interviews of publishers podcast, and then I'm going to use those as content for the book. Now, it turns out that I really like doing podcasts. <laughs> you know, like, actually, I think the podcast is kind of nice. I So I'm not really writing a book. Um, so like, no, not writing the book. I'm doing a podcast. That's the book. And if I ever write a book, I might, I thought maybe then I will link to those interviews in the book. Uh -huh. But I think the podcast is nice because... It gives you a reason to ask people questions that you otherwise don't, <laughs> and you can invite people. And I like creating a stage for people. You know, it's my, my, my seminars, webinars, and conferences and stuff like that. I love giving people a stage and putting them in the spotlight. And I'm allowed to ask them questions and listen to them and learn from them. And so I, I really enjoy doing that. I thought, wow, this is really cool. So yeah, that's why I, I started the podcast. And I, it turns out I, I, I like doing it. And so yeah. I, I plan to do it a lot more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like it as well, actually. And I would have never emailed you to ask you or commented on your posts and said, why did you leave Design Thinkers Group? But on the podcast, I can ask you that. Exactly. Yeah. And no, did, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a good format. And I, the other thing I like about podcasts, I, what I like about podcasts is, is actually that it can take a long time. So it's not, it, it's not like quick. It doesn't have to be, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. And it turns mm -hmm. out, so I listen to podcasts that, you know, interviews that, you know, sometimes longer than, than one hour, which is great. I like that. I like that there's time to really talk and to really have a have a conversation except that you know it's not sound bites and stuff like that it can be but what i really like you know, about podcasts is that it doesn't have to be so yeah I, that's a, the other thing i liked about it. it's like oh wait, wait a minute yeah wait a minute you can just let the conversation flow and i don't mind if people don't listen to it that's not my aim i don't i mean i mean i know people are listening to it which i, I don't <laughs> which is always of course it's nice i'm not saying like i don't but I, it's not my goal my goal is not to kind of you know became become famous as a podcaster it's actually i like the act of creating the podcast and having the conversation with people learning from them and if this you know if if other people like that too that's great because you know i didn't really so i don't really have any commercial reason for it or anything like uh, this is a is it like a branding thing or it's like a it's just an ex space to explore mm -hmm. and uh the only thing i i find difficult is that I called my podcast creative leadership podcast and I, anyway, and it still is a little bit about that, but after a few interviews, I thought, I don't, I don't like that name. It's not like, but I can't change it because it's like in well, your, it's in the thing and I can't say uh -huh. I can start another one, but it's like, there's a link and it's called creative leadership podcast in Spotify. I can start another one, but I'm like, yeah, I want to kind of change. So it fixes me on something and I immediately already that's my character. Like, oh, I want to change it. Well, maybe it's good. I can't because otherwise I would have changed it like, you know, 14 times already. Like, uh, no, it has another name. It should have this name. No, it should be this. It should be part of that. No, it should have that name. This is the topic. No, it has changed the topic. Maybe yeah, I have uh, ADHD <laughs> myself. 
No, I think the name is not, it's the name, the content, but at the end, I had this issue as well, not with the name, because it took me, it took me a while to find the name Gut anyway, so I just added ALKS to it, but it was how to frame what it is about, you know, because it changes and, and it's not limited to one topic, if it makes sense, mm -hmm. but it's topics I'm involved in, I'm interested in, I want to yeah. know more about, and people can learn about from yeah. the guests as well. Yeah. So, uh, but again, you, you started it, you named it, and uh, well, you mm -hmm. don't have to change it, I guess, if uh, it's working. <laughs> it's No, it's okay. You know, uh, creative yeah. leadership is still something that I I, uh, I'm exp I like exploring it. Cool. I just no, don't, no, I just don't like being stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this is it forever. <laughs> yeah, like, Getting out of the box, right? Yeah. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments.